Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. <laughs> and I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. Slum. This episode is brought to you by Gabriel Tenorio Stream Company and also Sinusoid Rope Mongers. We're all we almost have the same initials as we do. If it was just called the Gabriel String, <laughs> we would have the same initials. <laughs> it was meant to be the Gabriel String. <laughs> That's my uh, my favorite emo band from the 90s. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I saw them play with Juliana Theory one time. <laughs> Phil probably didn't like the Juliana Theory. Why would you say that to me? Did you like them? Why would you assume that I don't? Because you never talk about having liked emo or pop punk type music. <laughs> so between episodes, I, I'm i lactose intolerant, but I also like milk. Uh-oh. So between episodes, I was taking care of some business and listened to a couple songs of London Calling, like I said oh. I would. <laughs> Which ones? I know what I said nice. going to do. Which ones? They're pretty. Uh, Jimmy Jazz. Oh, yeah. It was like that's, tracks, that's the worst one. It was tracks two Just and kidding. three. <laughs> the phaser sound at the beginning of Jimmy Jazz is pretty good, though. It's like a pretty, yeah. No, Jimmy bad. Jazz is all right. It's not it great. Is weird. It, is, like, it is weird, though, that I haven't listen to them i mean i do like a lot of that second wave ska stuff but for some reason i don't know like do you put them in the same category as the specials um no the toasters no yeah because i never have either they're more straight punk with like influences of different styles are they straight punk though i guess like 70s i mean whatever well so that's the thing is like i feel like punk was way less way less way more loosely defined back then like yeah yeah it was more it was about more like of a the, movement than a sound yeah and it was more about like the lyrics and stuff yeah because they because the clash isn't very hard is that fair to say yes they're I mean, not like they have a, a very super many hard aggressive songs? they have no they don't yeah okay like they're hardest they're songs, hard i wouldn't describe them as like hard yeah they're hard in their uh descent with uh, the government of the time, because they're <laughs> yes. not they're not like they're hard in their feelings towards the man. I think <laughs> yes, because they're they're basically contemporaries of the Ramones and the Sex Pistols. Like those are the three. They're not like the hardcore movement later, although yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but the Ramones and the Sex Pistols were both more. They both were faster and I guess you could say more aggressive than the Clash. Yeah. And I think the Clash was also like really good at their instruments. The Clash was, yeah. Were they the ones who were basically like a boy band that was put together, or is that's that the Sex Pistols? The Sex Pistols, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. I think of the Clash as which is why which is why the Sex Pistols don't like I don't know they're kind of looked down on. In yeah, modern yeah. Day. 
if you think about it like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, the Clash are the Beatles and the the other people are the Stones. The Sex Pistols. Yeah. And then the Ramones are the Beach Boys. And the specials are Pink Floyd. The specials are Bob Marley. Yeah, dude. Was he around that same time or was he later? Bob Marley? Yeah. Yeah, he was around in the... He died in 83, so I mean... Yeah, so he would have been... Oh, I guess he was around the same time as like the punk stuff, not the early rock. Phil, we've lost Phil again. He doesn't like to talk about music. I'm I'm sorry. He doesn't like it, to talk about. Oh no, he no, died. I do. He, he died I, in '81. Sorry, I don't want. I like talking about him. music, and I, I I'm. Here's Let's my problem. It. My problem is I. You mentioned that that thread of the person posting uh, the, the note about fake receipts, and now I'm looking through it. <laughs> and it's already gone down that same road. Yeah, I'm like, gonna get on there too and cause some havoc. Not really. Like guys, like nobody's so far. actually like nobody's actually lying to their wife. Like I get that it's a cheap, it's a dumb joke that isn't very funny, but also like somebody joking about that sign that says for an extra five dollars we'll give you a receipt that matches what your spouse said you paid. Like that doesn't indicate that they're the type of person who would lie to their wife about something, you know. Yeah. Some of us make jokes about things that we would never actually do or <laughs> really believe Cole, your comment Can you believe is that? so good <laughs> your your comment by far is the funniest thing on here it's like the only funny thing well right because everybody else is like either it's righteous indignation or or making actually, fun steve, of the righteous indignation or making yeah steve is funny he said hey i don't make the rules oh wait that was <laughs> that's funny <laughs> <laughs> i like steve steve has a very healthy level of interaction with with 60 cycle hum in general you know mm-hmm. he's like he he doesn't take it too serious not that ryan takes it too seriously but they have they have different you know relationships with it i can't even see what ryan posted anyways oh, go check you. it out 60 if if you guys he blocked part, you he posted a gif of a little girl from a movie most of our no. viewers probably haven't heard of it. Yeah, he did. Cy- okay, Cycle well, that's hum. not what I was saying was funny. I would never say... Oh, Ryan said that. 60 yeah, Cycle Hum is a, mo- is a podcast. 60 Cycle Hum is a podcast of two friends talking about guitar, music, and whatever else runs through their minds. Mm. It's mostly ads, though. Sounds familiar. It's mostly ads for um, Rogaine and... Um, what, uh, that, testosterone Dick supplements. Pulse. Testosterone creams. Creams? Fancy yeah. creams and lotions. <laughs> hmm. All right. All right. It's not racist because Jack Black is Mexican. Did we start this podcast yet? We did. Jack Black is Mexican. <laughs> it's not a and good also, sign when you can't tell. Do <laughs> you guys remember what movie Jack Black is the best in? Um, yes. High Fidelity. Say it. Three, two, one. Airborne School of Rock. Oh, what did you say? School of School of Rock is probably right. He is good in School of Rock. He's he's better in High Fidelity, I think. He's even better in Airborne, though. <laughs> Airborne. Airborne. <laughs> he says in Airborne, he says, uh, they're all supposed. They're it, it. It's like, what did you? What do you like to do for fun? And they're all standing up and talking oh, yes. in the class. Do you remember this? And Vaguely. he goes, uh. 
I like to play Nintendo. <laughs> yes. And uh That's one of those I things can't... that I know more about like I, I know more about it from how did this get made than I do from actually watching the movie. Oh yeah. Oh really? Like I watched it when I was a kid, but I don't have any strong memories of it, you know. That's an episode I should listen to again. Because I, I genuinely liked that movie when I was young. And then listening to them talk about it, like knowing all the things that they yeah, were talking yeah. about. <laughs> the the bad guy in the movie seriously looks like he's 30 years old. <laughs> he's like, he's this adult man. And he's like the, he's like the antagonist. Yeah. And he's this adult man. <laughs> Oh, he's, he's supposed to be like a high school kid or something. He's supposed to be, yeah. yeah he's supposed oh, to be a okay. high school kid. I was trying, and he's like, sorry, yes. I was trying to remember that's, why that was. They're funny. all supposed to be in high school. They're all supposed to be in. High I thought you were saying that like thirty-year-old people can't be evil or something. <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> like in <laughs> Ferris Bueller, the antagonist is also an adult male. Or like but in real looks, life, he, most of the antagonists a, are adult males. He plays a principal, so he's supposed to be an adult. <laughs> he has a youthful and he's he's a look he's an authority figure, so he's supposed to be a male. Who has a youthful look? The, what's uh, that dude's name? Matthew Broderick. No, I'm talking about the antagonist. The Wait, do you, think, do you think Ferris Bueller is the antagonist of Ferris Bueller's Day Off? <laughs> yeah. It's like, he, listen, because he get runs back to that car. You think get Rooney's the good school, guy? All right. Cameron's yeah. the protagonist. The princi- yeah, that's, the I, that's arguably true. Cameron is the protagonist, and everyone else is just effing up <laughs> yeah, his day. Yeah, totally. Ferris Bueller really is the antagonist. That's not a bad take, Phil. Well, yeah. I like that. That's like, like all the people, people that went back and f- and figured out that Daniel was actually a total jerk in Karate Kid, you know? That video, oh, I love that video so much. I still think that is like partially what led to them remaking Karate Kid. Yeah. And I realizing guess. like, yeah, we can play off this idea that he's he's a jerk. He's just privileged, you know. Although he was Punk wasn't kid. privileged, he was poor. He was a poor kid. Yeah, then I don't know, Aaron. I, don't I know think what you're talking about. Although but here's the thing that doesn't make sense about the Karate Kid: who moves from New Jersey to California for a waitressing job? <laughs> was it a waitress? No, she was serving in a restaurant. It's like, yeah, I'm working at Denny's. Remember I just he got goes and visits her at work. Country. <laughs> was it really not only is she job? in a restaurant? Yes, she works in a restaurant across the street from Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. No, no. Or maybe like she lost her job. Phil's about to karate kid explain to us. I'm gonna. I am. I am. She. That, li- she's in working in a restaurant. No, that scene. She is. She is eating breakfast with no with him. They eat breakfast yes. at home. Oh, maybe you're right. Does Daniel's me... mother work in a restaurant? <laughs> it's all going to be the. It's all going to be like questions about the damn Daniel kid and who his mom is. Uh, <laughs> he's another one. He was probably like I, I, he was something like 24 when they did that movie. Yeah, so it was fine in the first one because he looked young, but by the time they got to like the third one or the second, the third one, third yeah. one, yeah, it's like he's the karate adult. <laughs> it's kind of crazy how similar he still looks in the in the YouTube in the Cobra yes. Kai one. Yes, he is. He is he a is very youthful. Very much. That's like how Matthew Broderick is too, I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
So what what have you learned, Aaron? Hold on. I found this website. <laughs> I thought you were I thought you were a fast Googler. I am, but I have to scroll through the stupid website to get to the place I want to get. It's facts about the karate kid. Thirty facts about the karate kid, and apparently the one about his mom working in the restaurant is pretty low on the it's list. Twenty nine. You're going to have to go through so many ads to get there. Let's keep track of how many ads that start to play audio. It's not on there. That's not... uh, Okay, Aaron. Hey, Aaron, by the way... It came up in the Google text results. Aaron, are you 36? Something about the restaurant. (laughs) Yeah. That's how old Bob Marley was when he died. Oh, dang. That's old. So I'd say if you're riding your motorcycle, be careful. Did you did you know that um his uh that you can um smoke his dreads and uh get high off of it? <laughs> yeah, cuz it has all the spiders and stuff and like bees and stuff and that's what that's No, what not bees. High. It's got all the THC. I know, but then there's like away. bees and stuff in there too, right? Okay, bees. here we go. Daniel and his mother moved to California as a result of her new job with Rocket Computers. Thank you. The yes. original script reveals why Freddie had never heard of it and also shed some light on why Freddy. it seems yeah oh, his his the neighbor friend, the neighbor and, yeah and also shed some light on why it seems that Mrs. LaRusso might be an employee of the restaurant across from the Cobra Kai dojo. Thank you. But hear me out. And as Thanks. she shares with Daniel, they went bankrupt. But listen to this. I walk out of Rocket with the beginning of Excedrin Headache 1 through 10 about to come on. And I'm going back to the car when this woman comes flying out of this restaurant, the Orient Express, and she's screaming, I quit. I quit. Right behind her is this guy, and he's yelling just as loud. You can't quit. You're fired. It's one minute to noon. People are coming in to lunch. I'm the first but only applicant. I got the job. When Daniel questions her new position as a waitress, his mother clarifies that she's not a waitress. She is a hostess. <laughs> so they moved out for a computer job. So the Phil computer was company right. went not a bankrupt, and she does work at a restaurant. <clears throat> You're right. She's not a waitress, but wait, she wait, does. Wait. She does, in fact, work at the restaurant at which they are eating. They moved for the computer job, yes. but she gets fired. They moved from the computer job. The computer bankrupt. company went bankrupt during their cross country trek. <laughs> So I she shows that up, being, the country doesn't exist. Wouldn't you just turn around? The company doesn't exist. No, because as she's walking, no. So the she it says she went in. She found out they were bankrupt. As she's leaving, she walks past a restaurant. Someone from that but restaurant still, though, runs like, out screaming that they quit in that moment, and then she takes the the hostess job. But still, though, like, I don't remember this. In if you're the, in a position, no, that says that's taking, from the original script. There's no the exposition is all gone. It just shows her working in the restaurant. If you're in a position to be taking a computer job across the country and they move you out there for it, wouldn't wouldn't you then like if that fell through? Wouldn't you then be looking for a better job than not? No, I not see what you're saying, but I think she was. I think who, but who knows job. what she was doing at the computer company? She may have she been was a hostess. hostess. Yeah, she was a hostess <laughs> was for the like computer hostess. company. <laughs> she moved from New Jersey to California to be a hostess at a computer company. She was That's hoping that it was going to. People didn't know much about computers back then. Yeah, Rocket Computer. Rocket Computer. I love. That. Wait, okay, what does the sh- the movie actually say? The movie just shows her working in there, and it intimates it implies that she lost the other job somehow. So it. 
Because here's the thing. If I were a single mom and I'm and I moved across the country for a job that then didn't that then fell through and then my son says, I hate this place. Can we please just go back? <laughs> yeah. No, we and then you say I got no. Express. We've got this great I have this great job. You're gonna make friends. You have a blonde girlfriend. He does eventually make a friend. Yeah, dude, with an old, some dude. old old guy. Although he's not that old. Pat Morita was not that old in that movie. As yeah, he act but did. That's what's weird is like Daniel and Pat Morita were like, you know, 20 years apart but in the movie. They're like 70 years apart or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Well, anyway, we got some things to take care of on this episode. We got to get yeah. down to business. Mm-hmm. So First, a couple weeks ago. Oh, go ahead. No, I'll allow it. Nothing. I was going to well, say we have a game. I was going to say a couple weeks ago we talked about whether or not I should buy an amplifier or a guitar, and I have news: Uh-oh. the decision hasn't been made. I bought a guitar. Whoa! Like that day. I ordered it pretty soon after that episode. It arrived Probably a couple days some really, ago. Like some really kitschy guitar, right? Like some really unique. Yeah, it's this really weird guitar from like a random company called. How do you pronounce it? Fender. <laughs> And it's uh, one even of their think of like a joke pronunciation. I know <laughs> it's one of their lesser, one of their less popular models um, called the Stratocaster. <laughs> um, from one of their least popular lines, the Mexican line, and it's in a really weird color called blue. Build a wall. Build a wall. Build <laughs> a wall. Lock her anyway, up. so <laughs> lock her up. So I ended up buying uh, one of the new Player Series Strats from Fender, um, which is their new made in Mexico line. And I've heard of that. It's in a tide pool blue with an HSS configuration. That's humbucker single coil, single coil. And the humbucker's in the neck, right? Humbucker, humbucker, single coil, single coil, single coil, single coil. The humbucker no, is that would be actually single coil, single coil. not in the neck. Humbucker. It's in the body of the guitar. <laughs> it's actually attached to the pit guard. Oh. Oh, that probably affects the tone negatively then. It's near the bridge of the guitar. <laughs> Um, and how, how would the wood have any effect on the sound then if it's attached to the plastic pick guard? That seems like a bad design. Well, see, the pickups don't actually need to vibrate, they just need to pick up the vibrations from the strings. Oh. The strings also touch no wood, really. Yeah, they go from the tuner well, on the what? fretboard, maybe. Well, I mean, what? only if you push really hard because this has fret really hard. It has relatively tall frets, like way taller than my telly. You probably almost never like your finger. The only part that touches the wood is like around the string. Yeah, maybe. So your finger like, would touch the fretboard before your the string would, obviously. Yeah, and the back of your I mean, your hand touches the back of the neck. That's the most wood contact. But you get. the whole thing is coated in plastic, so it's not really touching wood, anyways. True. Although here's let me tell you the things that I like about this guitar. Number one, strats are really freaking comfortable to play. Dude, they're the best. They're so comfortable. You can't be a strat comfort wise. Like even the Jazzmaster is sitting not as down comfortable and standing as up too. The strat. Yeah, sitting down, standing up, it's very comfortable. 
Um, I like the neck. It's kind of it's similar in profile to my Tele with a flatter radius, I think. Um, and the back is satin. So the fretboard yeah. is like glossy, but the back is satin, which is nice. Oh, that's interesting because that for a while. Um, so when they started doing the satin finishes, uh-huh. they would do the entire thing, the fretboard and the back of the neck. And then on the American ones, they started leaving the fretboard glossy, but but on the Mexican ones, they would still do everything satin. So apparently, I now, feel like what the player series is, at least the strat, is like they took yeah, all like the specs American from the specs. American standard and just made it in Mexico. Yeah. So it, what are yeah. the other aspects? Because it's got the Alnico pickups. What kind it's of got the? <laughs> He's literally dead. Phil, hmm? are you, wait. Oh, he, sorry. You're he died of old age. <laughs> we knew it would happen eventually. <laughs> Aaron said it had Alnico pickups. Ah, Phil, conversations loser. sometimes go to things that you are not super interested in, but you still have to participate. I'm sorry. I know. You're right. Active listening. I'm sorry. I don't care if you listen actively, but at least when we ask you That's a question. Passive. Passive. That's what active listening. When I say Phil and ask you a question, <laughs> that's more passive listening, just being able to pick up on your name being said. <laughs> Like, I don't know. You could have been talking about filling your car up with gas. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, so it has that. That's one of the things. The neck, I think, is another thing. Um, the two-point trim the is, is probably thing. the big thing. Um, the similarity to the The two-point trim and the 20. Does it have 22 frets? Yes, it has an extra fret. So those those were, those were always like the easy ways to spot for me yeah. to spot an American strat was two point trim and 22 frets, which I think is great. Cause I love having that extra low note. So mm-hmm. the more frets, the better more yeah, notes. You can do drop D so much easier. I just put it in D and a half and mm-hmm. oh, D point five flat D five D point five. No E flat. No D, D sharp D sharp. No D flat. You do one no, and a half steps down that C and a half. Oh, okay. I put it in D and a half. C and a half men. Whatever happened to um, two and a half men, guys? It was terrible. Oh, they yeah. They died uh, the death that it deserved. Um, I think crazy. that's pretty much the only similarities. I mean, that's pretty much the extent but of those it. Are, does it have the micro tilt? No. no it does have an tilt. F on the back plate now. Oh, it does? That's kind of uh-huh. cool. And it has yeah, like, like the old... Like the yellow, the gold spaghetti logo, as they call it, on the headstock. That's kind of cool. Hmm. What kind of tuners does it have? Um, like regular, just like the yeah standard ones. Yeah, the standard ones. They're not like I prefer the I prefer the slotted vintage tuners. To be honest, a lot of times those suck as tuners, though. Uh, maybe. These like are very racer. nice tuners. That's the thing that I noticed the most is like the niceness of the tuners. They're super sturdy mm. and like really, yeah, yeah. they have a really tight twist. Yeah, keep talking. But they also have like, <laughs> they have a really good ratio. I'm not sure what the ratio is on them, but they feel nice. And they Probably got really like well. a 18 to 1, something like that. Probably. What's good? What's a good ratio for tuners? Like 18 to 1? Like fifth, between like you know like 15 is kind of normal or kind of on the lower uh, end and 21 is high okay i think the ones on my epiphone are like three to one <laughs> <laughs> so bad oh that's why it always sounds so bad when you play guitar 
Yeah. That must be why. Um, so I've been having fun with it. I, I, it came with the trim floated with like nines on it. And I went and bought some 11s, just some yeah. random like. And then the trim was really floated. Grocery store. And then it was really floated. So I adjusted it, but I had it like flat. And yeah. I was like, man, this kind of sucks. Like the strings, it just felt really stiff. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, maybe I shouldn't have put 11s. Maybe I should have put 10s. And then I messed with it and I floated the, I put the bridge back up so it floated a little bit. And it feels a lot looser now, which I like. The times when I've wanted to have the trim blocked was when I was playing Rocksmith a lot. Mm. Uh, and you would it... have to change tunings between songs sometimes. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so changing tuning on with a floating trim is a pain in the butt because... Yeah, because you have to tune everything like times. three yeah. times. I kind of got to a point like you kind of get used to how much off you need to be mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. as you're tuning, but so like you don't turn, you don't tune like every string exactly every time through or whatever. Right, because you know it's, it's going to change. But I don't use the trim very much. It would mostly just be how it affects the feel. Yeah. Hmm. So what are your thoughts in general on the guitar other than the Here, comfort? So here's the thing about the, the trim is sometimes I forget that it's floating and I, I, I'm I just like used to resting my hand on it. So I'm like, I'm like, why am I out of tune? I'm like tuning, but with my hand on the guitar. So it's like <laughs> pushing on the trim. And then I just go to strum and everything's like flat. What the hell, dude? <laughs> it took me a while to figure that out. So I have to like remember to tune with my hand up. I really like it. I think it sounds good. I think it feels good. Um, I think it's worth what I paid for it. Like, it doesn't feel cheap, which I... I know, like, Mexican strats are always kind of hit or miss, I think. Like, some are really nice, and some are kind of not so nice. Um, So I don't know if there's consistency. I think it used to be more so than now. I think so, too. I feel the same way about this as I felt about, like, the Gibson M2. Like, it... There's no reason why you can't make a nice guitar for cheap. Although yeah. if this is better than the M2, I would hope so because my M2 was kind of crappy. I mean, it was it was only a hundred dollars or whatever, or like what yeah, was it? It was, we paid like it was like three hundred new, I think. Yeah. But so the M2 is not a great guitar, but it's just like there's no reason why now with CNC that you can't make a consistently good guitar, especially anywhere. when you consider that. Like Gibson, they use CNCs for all their stuff, and like they pluck all the fretboards. It's not like they have an artisan working on the frets or something like that. Right. Yeah. There's no so reason. It, it to feels. It feels quality wise like in line with like a a Reverend guitar. Yeah. Like it could be American made, and you you would think that it was like it, but it's not like. It doesn't feel like a boutique guitar. But yeah. It's well considered, and it feels yeah. nice, and it sounds nice. How do you and it's like, fun. How do you like the frets and the fretboard? Because maple necks, maple fretboard fenders are kind of unique because they have like a pretty thick finish that kind of goes over the edges of the frets and stuff. Yeah, I think because it has the satin side, it doesn't really have much of that. Okay. And it has a pretty sharp. I don't shoulder dislike them on like the that, but I oh it does. Okay. Yeah. Like my, I think my tele neck is way more like what you're saying. Is it okay? Yeah, because yeah. that one's neck. super glossy. Yeah, and it has like the vintage tint gloss on it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it kind of sticks it's the out more. Pawn shop one. Yeah, yeah. I love that neck though. I was always yeah. like a rosewood lover before. I've heard that about you. But now, I'm into the maple necks. 
nice. a rosewood lover and not a rosewood fighter. I still think rosewood looks better in some cases, or the darker wood looks better. But so you're saying rosewood in the streets, but maple in the sheets? <laughs> yeah, that's a way better joke. Uh, if I could get like some black maple, I'd be into uh-oh. that. Yikes! Yeah, dude, that's Once what you freaking go ebony is. Black maple is that's it? Why, that's why? That's why I have never... ebony on two of my guitars because it's like. It's super smooth. You don't feel any grain, but it's black. Uh, well, I, it's yeah. not natural. It, like you have to dye it. I think any like modern ebony is not going to be super black, uh, just off the tree or whatever. Yeah, that's why I think I like roasted maple just for the look of it, because it's yeah. a little bit darker. But I do I like think, the light wood. I think it I like cool the too. way that maple fretboards look, but not on all guitars. I mean, I yeah. I like it on, like especially on like surf colored. Yeah. Yeah strats and stuff but yeah i mean i i went out of my way i i had a that my my strat is a sonic blue strat and i bought another american strat because it had mm. a maple neck and swapped the necks just because oh, i right. had a maple fretboard so obviously i have some preference for it yeah Anyway, so, so I got a decent deal on it because it was like a B stock has like a little scratch on it, but I'm not gonna tell you how bad, much it is. is it? I don't see it unless I'm looking for it. Like when you look at it, it's there, but it's not like the thing where you notice it right away. When you but see it's the like guitar. a little scratch in the finish on the body, so you're gonna have a hundred of those. And exactly, yeah, too long. Yeah. So tell us how much you paid, so we can tell you how we've paid less for. A I paid twenty seven dollars. I paid twenty seven dollars <laughs> for it. You idiot! It was made in Mexico. You shouldn't have paid more than twenty seven. Twenty seven dollars. Oh my, my cousin got one for twenty three. <laughs> Dude, my uncle who works for Nintendo, he got one for way less than that. For, for Nintendo, he said they're going to make a game with Mario <laughs> and Sonic in it too. I Nintendo to go. No, that sounds racist now. But I I intend to to. <laughs> Buy some strings from Gabriel Tenorio. Nintendo. Like you're just set, adding O or A at the end of words yeah. to make it sound more Spanish. I intend. I want to. I think I want to buy some of the Super Tens to put on it. Um, because I still feel like the Elevens are a little bit heavier than I want on this guitar. Although I like them on the the Tele, but I think I'm gonna do go with Tens. The Super Tens are like his. I forget who he made it for, but I do like really a little bit set. lighter strings on a strat than a Tilly. Yeah, it's just a different play, which I think is fun. It's making me play differently. It's exciting. Unless it's a top loading Tilly, then I no. Oh, I still like heavier strings. I think my Gabriel Tornado Elevens are perfect on the Tilly. Yeah, the Al Nickel, Al Nickel, Al Nickel, Al Nickel. So, so Jay Cross. Of the Guitar Nerds podcast again. Jake! It's probably another podcast that our viewers haven't heard of, but you should check them out. Uh, give them, you know, give them a listen. Uh, you're welcome mm. for the bump in listeners, guys. The bump. Um, he posted this. It's like a caffeine bump, not like a cocaine bump. He posted this ad for yeah, these both. brilliant crystals. They're uh, brilliant pebbles. Brilliant Pebbles is a unique and comprehensive system for tuning the room and audio system mm. based on special physical properties of highly symmetrical crystal structures. These crystals are not symmetrical. 
no. in the picture. <laughs> There's like random there, shapes. No, but no when, way when you place them, when you place them around the room symmetrically, oh. that's when it brings. Also, a lot of symmetry. those aren't crystals either. They're just like stones, just rocks. Like, yeah. Some of them are like turquoise or something. Like turquoise isn't a yeah. crystal. But I um, so if you ever go to like have a, different have you ever properties, been to like a, have you ever been to like a new age store? Yeah, like yeah, we, yeah. Every they, Monday, they call yeah, all dude. they they have all kinds of stones. But like, where do you think I got just, that blanket with a wolf on it, howling at the moon? I'm just saying they're collectively <laughs> called crystals a lot of times, but most yeah, of them yeah. are not actually crystals. It's they're a colloquial. Do you think I brought all? They're thirteen crystals. of my dream catchers. When I was in Sedona this summer, there were so <laughs> many of those stores, <laughs> crystal stores. <laughs> okay, so, uh, okay, so brilliant listening room. Sedona boundaries. is like. Oh, I assume I assume they're stuff. still there. I just can't verify because I'm brilliant. Pebbles addresses specific resonance control and RFI EMI absorption. Oh, so, so not only is it are these crystals reacting to to air pressure waves, but mm-hmm. they're also reacting to RFI and EMI. So they're reacting to you know electromagnetic waves as well. Okay. At well. What's radio, RFI, radio frequency? Radio frequency. Well, RFI stands for radio frequency interference. So, uh-huh. um, And EMI, I mean, RFI is just a subset. EMI is just electromagnetic interference. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everybody knows that. RFI is just a specific frequency of So what is RFID? What does the D stand for? D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that way more than I should have. <laughs> I hated it enough for both of us. What? I saw this stand-up comedian that was like, ID is a weird is a weird uh initial yeah. <laughs> like I stands for I and D stands for identification. <laughs> um it's like a state abbreviation. Oh, although Aaron, you're gonna appreciate it. okay, so he goes on to say it it solves absorption problems. Associated with audio electronics, but but real quick, what does cables. RFID stand for? Uh, I think it's, it probably stands for radio frequency identification. Oh, okay, so it's just ID. Got it. Yeah, you're um, right. You're right. You right. As well as acoustic wave problems associated with listening room boundaries, and the three dimensional space within the boundaries. Mm. So mm. obviously, this is ridiculous. And as as a professional acoustician, professional. It, it bothers me. But the very next sentence, as English teachers, this should please you. Mm. Brilliant Pebbles comprises a number of precious and semi-precious <laughs> stones. I do like that. Yeah. Like, how is this person... Well, I, I guess as a scam artist, but, like, that's... You rarely see comprises used, used like, properly. Oh, my next... My favorite line is coming up. <laughs> the original glass... Yeah. The original glass bottles for Brilliant Pebbles have been replaced by clear Ziploc bags, which have more linear response than glass. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, my God. It wasn't a cost-cutting <laughs> cost measure at all. Yeah. We're not cheap. We just found out that these plastic bags have a much more oh linear response gosh. than glass. We employ a number of highly specialized proprietary techniques in the preparation assembly, slash assembly of Brilliant Pebbles to enhance the crystal's inherent characteristics. The fundamental operating principle of brilliant pebbles involves a number of atomic mechanisms in the crystals or in the turquoise or other, you know, rocks. Um, brilliant pebbles will enhance the performance of your audio system. So they're talking about how it affects, like they're talking about put it in the corner of your room like a freaking bass trap. Put this little bag of pebbles. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it will, yes. it'll like help knock down room modes and comb filtering and stuff, which by the way, that's not what comb filtering is, but. 
Um, you brought up comb filtering. It didn't say that. I thought it did. With music. So. Yeah. Large size brilliant pebbles reduces comb filter effects caused uh, by very high sound pressure levels that develop in the corners when music is playing. That's Oh, oh that's on the next that we haven't right, gotten. This there is yet. really troubling. But what is the comb best filter? part uh comb filtering is when you have filter. like two sound sources and they constructively oh, yeah, yeah. destructively interfere. So like uh-huh. you, you most often see it with subwoofers when you have two subs in a system and mm. you can hear like if you're playing pink noise, you can hear the lows come in and out as you walk across yeah. the room. Um, so, so the one picture is these little bags of pebbles, which, by the way, the bags have a more linear response than glass, so that's why they're bags. It's not because they're cheaper and because they're lighter to ship. Um, but then the other picture is these little bags of pebbles. <laughs> so they just have these two RCA cables coming out of some piece of equipment. Oh, my gosh. And... <laughs> These little bags of rocks are scotch taped around these. <laughs> Phil, are you looking at this? Now I am because I didn't know there were more pictures. That's the best. Out. Whoa, dude! That's and they are super so expensive. They're like a hundred dollars. But so so I want to. Here's the question that I have, and it's more of kind of like a philosophical question: is is the is the assumption that there's some kind of like physical thing that's happening like a natural physical thing or is it supposed to be some kind of like spiritual thing like because it doesn't mention you're not like cleansing the aura of your sound system or something no which would be one thing no there are no supernatural claims yeah it's weird well it's not supernatural the thetans that are the negative thetans that are in there it's a it's a scientific fact that they're there and that you're just trying to get rid of the thetans Yep. Yeah. So now I'm going and, and replying to Brewer's comment. Brilliant pebbles will enhance Did you the see performance. My comment? Here's the best part of your yeah. audience system. So your favorite music and even your experience playing online fantasy games will what? become a mind blowing auditory experience. What? <laughs> what is... It's for music and online fantasy games. <laughs> Not like what movies if I play or offline like... fantasy games. What if I'm just playing Diablo by myself? <laughs> or like freaking EverQuest. Can you play single player EverQuest? I don't know what EverQuest is. That is awesome. How? Oh, that band EverQuest. (laughs) Is that? um... I would buy you a garden. (laughs) Is that? That is EverQuest. Behind the boathouse. Aaron wins the contest. I'll show you my dark secret. (laughs) Aaron wins the contest of who can think of that Everclear song first. I just remember yeah, that riff. That riff was one of the first was, riffs that I learned. I was trying really hard. Oh, guitar goes like this. Do, 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 do. That is a yeah. pretty good first riff. I am still living with you. Oh wait, I'm. I was singing a different song. Laying dreaming of the West I am still Coast. living with your ghost. Guys, we got yeah, we got to sync up here. We're <laughs> struggling well i was but i was singing okay everclear now uh, what band was i singing is that everclear yeah that's everclear are you thinking of everlast what is the one with the dude from uh that's everlast uh, house of pain everlast okay but then what is the song that i was singing you were singing which one were you singing you were singing everclear but that's just a different everclear Everclear song song. it's a different song yeah the everlast one is like 
Then you really might know what it's like. Yes, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> to have the blues. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So profound. Dude, Everclear was so freaking deep, dude. I love those guys. <laughs> or Everlast, I mean. Dude, my wife. Um, Uncle Cracker like, was super deep, too. Like two or three years ago, my wife went to San Francisco on like a trip with some of her my friends. My wife. And... <laughs> She's like, she's a couple years younger than me. So, but she goes, do you know this band Everclear? I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, we're. I guess we're going to see them on the beach tonight. What? <laughs> like, oh wow. Yeah. Toadies. Oh, crap, I was dude. singing a, t- a song. I, I just looked it up. the so- The song. The song I was singing was by the Toadies. Oh, oh. yeah. What was the Toadies song? Make up your mind. Make up your mind, and I promise <laughs> you, I will treat you well. Is it called Mass Sweet Angel? Is it called Possum so Kingdom? Help me, Jesus. Oh, so help me, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Give it up to me. That reminds me of local Do you H. They're kind of similar to local H, angel. right? Are you singing the Kermit the Frog version? Give it up to me. <laughs> Give oh, it yeah. up to me. That their opening riff is similar to the Everclear riff. It is. That's why. <laughs> yes. Boom, 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 boom. That's pretty bang, hilarious yeah. that she just randomly saw Everclear. Yeah, it was really on the weird. beach. <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> is that Ted that Leo? Dope. Ted Leo's not on the Toadies, was he? I don't know. Ted Leo. Yeah. Do you guys know Ted Leo? Yeah, yeah, Ted Leo. Have you heard of the both? The That's... singer of the Toadies looks a lot like Ted Leo. Does he? Yeah. So the I've both? been listening, like just in the last couple weeks, I've been listening to a lot of the both, which is Ted Leo and Amy Mann. Oh, Amy Mann, yeah. That's I have never, really... I haven't listened to them. Are they good? It's they're good. I mean, like, they're yeah, both like good them. individually. Yeah, yeah. I um, love Ted Leo. I love yeah. his joy. Yeah, he seems he seems really cool. And the pharmacist. Oh, what he did like that on the I don't support big pharma. <laughs> Have you seen him? Uh, did you ever watch the AV Club? Um, they did the cover series. Huh. So, AV Club. You know AV Club. It's like a from Onion the Onion. It's like their music. Yep. Um, they do a they do a series where they like for a few years they did where they had a list of songs. And they would bring bands in, and they had to choose a song from that list to cover. And then, like, oh, once that yeah, song was do done, it on the fly, Guar did yeah. it. Yeah. So they, Ted Leo and the Pharmacists, have a cover of "Tears for Fears." Everybody wants to rule the world. Oh, dude, Ooh, cool. and it's so freaking good. Is it as good as the Andy McKee cover? I don't know who that yeah, is. He is. He's a fingerstyle guitarist. Oh, then yes, he does. He does a version of Africa too, which he was kind of popular for. Is it as good as uh, Guar? Guar's version of Africa. <laughs> what song did Guar I, do? I don't remember. I still remember Odorous. The Promise Ring had a really good one, too, but I can't remember what song they played. <laughs> Odorous. I used to listen to the Dan Patrick show every day. And Oh, the Promise Odor- Ring did Rumor Has It. <laughs> oh, dude. I bet that's... I freaking love the Promise Ring. Me, too. Me, too. <laughs> um, Odorous went on the Dan Patrick show, which is like, it's one thing to be wearing, like he basically is wearing chaps 
Uh, you know, um, uh, bumless chaps, bottomless chaps, and oh, uh, carry on my wayward son. That's what Guar did. Oh, that's Phil, funny. I'm talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, I guess Phil discovered Google. <laughs> Great. Now he's going to be even more distracted. <laughs> but it's pretty hilarious to pick. Just picture Odorous like sitting in on a radio show for like a half hour. Just like sitting on their chair. The one guy that he was oh, sitting gross. next to is like, we're never going to be able to sit in this chair again. <laughs> like, it's one thing when he's up there jumping around doing their songs, but it's pretty hilarious that he's just sitting, <laughs> you know, on a radio That's show. That's funny. After and he, having and jumped he around. Died. Oh. He did die, didn't he? He didn't I don't die know who that is. from the Dan Patrick show. Odorous is the lead singer, I think. Of Guar? Odorous Arungus, yeah. Oh, okay. He's like pretty... He's pretty well known. Yeah, Dave. Everybody knows Dave Brocky is his name. Yeah, he died in 2014. R.I.P. That's sad. Odorous. Huh. I bet he's even more odorous now than before. Oh, good lord! <laughs> I'm pretty happy. Odorous, I'm odorous, happy big, big chungus. Are you talking Phil. about big chungus? Big chunk. No, I'm talking about who's Liv Tyler's dad? Ted Ted Arungus. <laughs> Steve. Oh, Todd Rundgren. Odorous Odorous Rundgren. <laughs> that that actually sounds like a uh, Lord of the Rings character. Yeah, dude, it sounds Odorous, like a character from an online Odorous, fantasy game. Odorous Rundgren. Odorous Rundgren. Odorous Rundgren is uh, he lives in he's, a cave. He's a dwarf. Yeah. Oh gosh. And he and they they. They need odorous Rungren's help to for safe passage. And if you <laughs> through a mountain, if you find him cave. and you say the magic words, he, he buys you a big house <laughs> what? and a garden. Yeah. Oh, guys. Oh, well, they had the other one too. I apologize for Father my Father of mine. Odorous, Remember that? By the that way. song was yeah. sad. Where have you sad. been? <laughs> that was like. That was like it wasn't easy cats for in the cradle for our generation. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was the cats in the cradle for the cool kids. It was. <laughs> so, Phil, you have a game for us to play. I do. Is oh, it an sick. online? Is it an online fantasy game? Because I got my crystals ready. <laughs> it is not. I'm going to use Patreon money to buy those crystals. <laughs> Here's my here's my favorite part, real quick before we move on, is it says in very large bold letters like the prices of each size. Yeah. But then when you go to click like to buy them, all the prices are like twenty dollars higher. Yeah, dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> that is so great. Literally, the large ones they say yeah ninety nine each, and then it's one hundred and twenty nine when you go to buy it. One hundred and fifty nine for the extra large ones. That is but a it's lot not of like the here's the weird thing about it is it's not more stones it's just bigger stones so you still only yeah, get one and bag and they don't claim like the micro ones are the smallest ones the small but powerful micro brilliant pebbles come in a small ziploc bag and is intended for use in proximity to low level mm. electron tubes here's what i'm wondering all oh, the large ones say, good for output transformers in your tube amp draped over Why? or taped to the rca connector like so they don't work on quarter inch connectors apparently at one or both. Why ends don't of the they cable? claim that you need to surround the cable with crystals? Because you don't need to like surround it. 
Like, why would you just press some st- some crystals up against it and not surround Dude. the cable? What is this? Explain to me what why this sentence means. Why are guys always pressing their crystals up against One or two micros is very effective placed on top of quantum electroclear and quantum symphony parallel line purifiers. What does that mean? What? You don't know what those words mean together? You've is never that a heard thing? of a quantum electroclear parallel line purifier? No. <laughs> Freaking noob. <laughs> is that a like a high... Like a, audiophile thing uh yeah <laughs> no i'm googling it because I'm, I'm hoping it's i'm hoping it's from the same quantum symphony pro i'm hoping what? it's from a fantasy game no maybe it is like an actual thing line purifier it's a parallel ac device that is quite reminiscent okay One. i can't i can't go down that rabbit hole but it but I love that they're like shouting out some other snake oil in theirs, but also like maybe not even snake oil. Like, the hey, Quantum Symphony Pro is six hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, if you're paying if you're paying one hundred and fifty nine bucks for some crystals, you can afford a, a Symphony true. Pro. Freaking plebes! Oh my gosh. Okay. So let's, sorry, Phil. We can all agree. Whenever you're that ready, Aaron Phil. should buy some of those crystals with Patreon money. Obviously, <laughs> the extra large pack. For $159. I'm going to buy whichever one is good for two bamps and see what I like it does. how literally every line, though, so it breaks down four different types that you can buy. Guys, eventually we're going to stop talking about these crystals. Bear with us. <laughs> I um, mean, once, we kind of have to talk. Mm-hmm. That's part of the deal. And how else they, are we going to Each one mentions at a different point in the description. One of them, so like the mini Brilliant Pebbles, starts off by comes in a small clear plastic Ziploc bag. <laughs> The micro brilliant petals in the middle comes in a small Ziploc bag. The large, extra large brilliant pebbles at the very end comes in a clear Ziploc bag. So one comes in a small clear, one comes in small, one comes in comes in clear. Uh, yeah, these guys, and yet they use comprised properly. Like they're an enigma. They went to a good school. I guess. (laughs) Yikes. Okay, so Phil. Go to your game. It better be as good as us reading these crystal ads. These crystals are sponsored that. by the country wiring shop. <laughs> Can you say Dude. these crystals? Dude, if I you... want to put some crystals inside my like the, the cavity of my guitar. Yeah. Ooh. Freaking. Yeah. I, I don't even know what else to say. That's it. I'm going to make it. an inappropriate joke. But... I'm going to buy a micro pack and stick it in my guitar. Thank you to our Patreons. If you want to encourage this kind of behavior and help us make these things possible then you can also donate to patreon to us via patreon at patreon.com slash the gear slum join the street slum street hard slum what is it slum hard slum street, hard crew. street crew <laughs> and street hard the street, street hard slum crew hard and you, you can slum it hard so we can dope. also slum it hard so we the stickers are our default stickers for a long time are these three inch round three inches uh, in diameter so, you know, about nine yes. inches in in circumference. Well, um, a little 9. bit point more. three, you know. Yeah, like 9.42 something. Yeah, something like that. I'd say 9.43. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. Let's just Good. round it off to 10 inches. I mean. Let's say nine and a half. Okay. But Same. I've said I'm comfortable saying about nine and a half. But I've always said three inches is way too much. So we ended up yeah. getting some two inch and some one inch stickers. And the one inch ones are freaking <laughs> awesome. They're so cool. So I'm going to start putting them all over everything. 
So I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna crew, do what I Lacey did in high school stickers. and put stickers all over my strat. I'm gonna take these stickers and I'm gonna safety pin them onto my jacket. Is that what you're supposed <laughs> to do? <laughs> I'm gonna let me just say this as a real talk moment, slum fashion. Half the reason I bought this guitar is because it reminds me of Billy Joe's blue. And I want a Green Day Dude, guitar. I love Billy Joel. This is my Green Day guitar. Hmm. Okay. Cool. My favorite song is Uptown Girl of his. Dude, <laughs> have I told you about when I saw Billy Joel and how good it was? No, but I no. bet it would be. We, My wife and I, um, like a Bill couple, it's like two or three years ago, this couple that is kind of like friends with my wife's grandma, they're like, hey, we have, we got two extra tickets to Billy Joel and we want to give them to you guys. That's the like, least committal relationship. <laughs> they're kind of friends with my wife's grandma. <laughs> yeah, they're like they're like family friends, but like they're, they're old. They're yeah, a little yeah. older than us. They're like, I don't know, like a generation. So they're like Phil's age. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they so they give us these tickets. So I'm like sick. So we show up and they're there too. I didn't know they were going to be there also. Um, but anyway, it was really fun. And That's that was like weird that they wouldn't tell you that they're going to be there. I think they just assumed like, that we knew. And then they're like, hey, you want to do some Coke with us? And you're like, wait, what? So it turns out this is that they always do this. Like they buy tickets for things and then they just buy extras like in yeah, case. That's, and then that's they like just give them to people. So they gave them to us. And it was at Petco Park in San Diego where the Padres play. And dude. Which, by the way, I've heard is one of the better MLB stadiums. It's really nice. Stadi- it's newer. Stadia. Sorry. Stadia, one of the better MLB yes. stadia. Yeah. I tried to explain to a nine-year-old yesterday how the plural of phenomenon is not phenomenons it's phenomena and he was so confused <laughs> and then and Why then after talking to all these nine-year-olds it's, it was the same nine-year-old it was the same it one. was just in a park and then after a few <laughs> after a few minutes he goes it's like listen you dumb eh? kid he goes wait i thought you said pearl <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were talk- telling me about the pearl phenomenon that i've been reading so much about <laughs> that's amazing the pearl it's the pearl of the, the pearl of phenomenon is phenomena mm-hmm. dude but billy joel like i saw james taylor in high school yeah and they're they're both in the same sort of category of like you know they're gonna be amazing just because they're huge yeah, but, and have but like billy joel is like resources. more fun i think Oh yeah, totally. I, well, James Taylor's live stuff. He he. Oh plays, yeah, I'm sure it's cool. Like he has like this, these four backup vocalists that are yeah. amazing, and but yeah, like Billy Joel's music is more fun. It was amazing, um, and, and you know that like when once you have that much money, you're going to put on a good show. He probably had like 300 speakers, just yeah, stacked, and like oh, it sounded so good. To sound good in a stadium is yeah, probably that's not way easy. hard. And it sounded really good. That's the best concert I've ever been to. That's hmm. cool. It was so good. And I don't even like Billy Joel all that much. Like, yeah, like you fine, can't. But like nobody, like nobody hates Billy Joel. Right. Maybe some like anti-Semitic. Some people, people do. do. Maybe. But I like I like a lot of his stuff. Christy Brinkley probably does. <laughs> That's who I was trying to think of. Who's the lady, dude? Who's the model that he was married to? Dude, Damn. they did. Uh, <laughs> remember. Uh, Cribs Quick on the that, draw. Cribs was another great show, and I wish it still was on the air. Dude, um, samesies. But they, you know, they do these rappers, and I always loved it when they do like these '90s rappers who didn't really 
get enough money out of it. And so they're kind of just uh-huh. like living just normal middle-aged lives or whatever, or middle class lives. <laughs> they did Billy Joel's house and it freaking blew everyone else out of the water. I'm maybe sure. that's, maybe that's understandable, but I mean, he's worth so much more than so any, much money, you know, cause then they go to the house of like freaking Everclear, you know, yeah. not Everclear, but you know what I'm saying? Like, some, some yeah, like the Mark Hoppus one. It's like it's nice. Yeah. It's a nice house, but it's like just a house in the suburbs. It's just like yeah, a normal and like rich he's guy. just like a guy who he's rich for a modern musician, but like nobody's. Yeah, Billy Joel's more like Paul McCartney rich, you know. Yeah. And Did we talk about this on, on on the podcast a while ago? That that cribs there were like a bunch of people that were just straight up lying. They were like renting. Oh, serious? No, but I'm sure. No, but that's I, awesome. I think. Cause yeah, I you think can I rent, saw like a YouTube you can video rent where houses. They... That's like a normal thing in LA to just rent a house to shoot a movie, right? But they rented it like specifically <laughs> yeah. for yeah, yeah. No, that's like a funny like, application of that. That's pretty like remember great. the yeah. Nam? Didn't the Nam house say something about like you're not allowed to shoot movies here? Yeah, or something? totally. No, it said you can't. Like it specifically said you can't shoot porn movies here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty hilarious. They're like, yeah, we're okay with you shooting a normal. Do not movie. shoot porn here. We don't please. want you ruining our couch though. Right, oh, but man. like this was, and that's it was hilarious. Like though, Although I assume like, you're allowed to have sex there. I mean, you I think don't. that they they don't want people having sex in their rental property. They don't want people yeah, having like, like. Anyway, they don't want porn stuff. <laughs> when normal people have sex, they don't. It's not in the same way that they do in porn. Traditional family is, values. Yeah, guys, we're gonna get to Phil's game, but before we you do, I have, have <laughs> you can only have missionary style sex. I have a British I have a British bulldogs up for the purpose of making children. Are you ready for this? <laughs> yeah, if you're on birth control, you can't. The British bulldog the update. Yes. British bulldog update. I'm ready. So Justin Speck, <laughs> who's in our group, also he said. Now we go to Aaron Abubo for the. British oh, because I asked the guitar nerds about this. Their group. Um, he said British. It's he agreed with me that it's tackle. Someone else said less tackle, more tag. Um, and then someone responded. That person said, "Obviously, there's some snowflakes in Birmingham, um, or <laughs> wow, Birmingham, Birmingham, Birmingham." And then I think it was when health and safety had been invented. Okay, they went back and forth. Never played it in Alaska, or no? <laughs> I grew up playing in Alaska. Tackling was mandatory, but there was a blanket of snow on the ground for most of the school year, which softened the impact. Um, someone else says tarmac and ripped knees in England. Uh, <laughs> this is, I can't imagine playing on tarmac. Yeah, dude, that's just like tarmac pavement. Yeah, like or like like uh, an airport concrete, like asphalt. Yeah, like they asphalt. Pl- yeah, well, they're dodging airplanes and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it would be really flat, and like if you wanted to just get a good sprint going. Okay, go and then this other dude says <laughs> exactly what Justin said. Although it was effing rough as a child, it wasn't just tackle; it was take you down no matter what. And then someone else said basically what Justin said, but it was effing brutal, almost like a battle to the death. Yep, brutal and played on tarmac for extra pain. Dan says, rules? You mad? There are no rules in British Bulldog. I remember at our school there were more rules around what you could do with a yo-yo in the playground. They always turned a blind eye to the carnage that was British Bulldogs. Um, And then someone else said yo-yos were also banned at his school, which seems odd. Like, Britain, what the heck are you doing? (laughs) Every year... (laughs) Pogs, well, Mike like, Band, uh, Michael Fletcher. Yo-yo's this is my favorite one. Band. Every they year, someone broke a collarbone, and they tried to ban it in my school. I still remember 100 plus kids yelling "Bulldog." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love all it. those. All those crazy, crazy Brits are wrong. So you obviously oh, clearly played the 
tamed down version of British no, Bulldogs. No, because tackling, like, how, how is it, like, what are you playing then? You're just playing football without a ball, right? You're playing yeah. British Bulldogs. You're playing don't get tackled. But, like, they, the game that they are describing is football without a ball. Well, it's The game American that you're football. describing is... Is not un, a game. It's un- like some requited hug without a yeah, ball. Yeah, it's like some weird, <laughs> like, sexual assault without. Yeah, <laughs> your game is just groping, <laughs> groping without permission. No, because everybody is consenting to play the game. But yeah. They, oh, the, does that make it okay, Phil? All those minors <laughs> that consented to it. I'm glad yeah. we know where you stand on this issue. No, I'm just saying. He's made it if, very clear his feelings on this topic. If there's grass on the field, play British Bulldogs. That's what <laughs> Phil Holly says. <laughs> that is terrible. That might be the one that gets him fired. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because it softens not... the blow. The grass. It's like snow. It's like na- grass it's is like, like snow, nature's then snow. Then it turns into ice. Grass is nature's snow. So, <laughs> so I remembered. If, if anyone wants a good watch, go go watch the Cribs episode with Redman, because it's it's just like a pretty ghetto house that he lives in. Anyways, Racist. I, I'm trying to change the subject from trying to get Phil fired. All right, Although let's hear this that. game. That British Bulldogs update was sponsored by Sinusoid and by Guitar Nerds. Come on, guys, just give them give them a listen. You won't regret mm-hmm. it. You might regret it, but. Um, they need all the listeners they can get. Phil, take it away. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm take sorry. it I away. I was typing, and then I was I was reading what Aaron was typing. And now a word from Phil Eisenhower. <laughs> okay, okay. So this game, maybe you've heard of it. It's called Guess That Angry Reviewer. Oh, we have to guess the name of the reviewer. This is going to be really hard. <laughs> John. Guess I think it's John, that, angry- that guy who loves batteries. <laughs> Guess the angry review. Guess the subject and this is of the angry review. Okay, okay, I'm with you. And this is multiple foot switch edition. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, so here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, cur- <laughs> This is by oh, cur- Ryan Breer. It's a one-star review, and it says, Don't believe the hype. Don't believe April, the hype! April 1st, 2018. Oh, it's an April Fool's joke, though. <laughs> Terrible. I connected with nothing else in the line between <laughs> my guitar and amp. Well, you got to connect a cable. In the off position. If you connected it with nothing, that's... Input. Horrible. Noise in my line. Noise so loud that it drowned out... It drowned out... Okay, the Phil, sound we need to, we need to drill down it on this. Drowned? What do you think the plural of drown is? <laughs> or what do you think the singular is? is drowns? This, is, this has come up multiple times. If you were to say... <laughs> or past tense, not past plural. Tense. Yeah, 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 sorry. <laughs> D-R-O-W-E-N-E-D. Drowned. Okay. So drowned. Mm-hmm. So... So that person wrote drowned. Why did you act? Because you said drowned on a review uh, not too long ago. And I didn't want to make a big deal out of it, but it came up again. Yes. 
so why did you question this person using the word drowned? Seeming- I did not. Oh, okay. Noise so loud <laughs> that it drowned out the sound of my guitar. I bought it because it had really high reviews, despite being reviewed so many times. Perhaps I got a defective unit. Okay, mm. now. Yeah, it sounds like he does have a defective it- unit. <laughs> hey, oh! <laughs> So that's it. Well, like Aaron. Aaron's about Aaron is about to cry that there's nothing about the pedal. So Bogner ecstasy. Another one. Is it one of the Bogner ecstasy pedals? Blue, red. <laughs> wrong, wrong, okay. wrong. Dang. Was I close though? Okay. I mean, I don't know if it's not one of those. It's not close because I think those are the only two they make. Is it a Wombler ecstasy? Okay, I'm reading now. I I'm sold, reading this one. I sold a Bogner Ecstasy on Reverb, and they tried to return it because it was too noisy one time. Well, they did. I remember return that. It. I remember yeah. that. Freaking suck. Oh, dude, I gotta talk about what happened with my Reverb. But go so ahead. Same, same pedal, different one star review. This is this review is by Matthias, one star. You mean Matthias? Not working at all. Matthias, December twentieth, two thousand fourteen. Okay, so not an April Fool's joke. After two weeks, it arrived to Uruguay. Great. Uruguay. When trying it, it doesn't work. (laughs) Great. I also bought a chorus, which works great. But this pedal seems to have a problem with the bypass or something. I connect the guitar to it appropriately, but there's no sound at all. No clean, neither overdrived. Nothing. The bypass button won't stay in its position. Doesn't make the, quote, click. The LED is not turning on. LED. (laughs) LED. (laughs) I try. LED. Hit us with those rhymes. (laughs) I try to unscrew the back, but there's a broken screw, so can't open it. Dude, go to the hardware store. Anything better than one store. One star, sorry. Hardware, Update May 2017. Some time ago, I repaired the pedal. A specialist did it. Whoa. And after <laughs> spending about 30 extra dollars, the pedal worked. I must say, it does a great job to me. Sounds good. <laughs> Whoa. So is it this an overdrive must... pedal? This has... um, it doesn't say... It is not. Does it say overdrive? <laughs> Why does name? he say that then? So, so this pedal was worth shipping to... Uruguay, mm-hmm. Uruguay, getting a specialist to repair it three years later. Yeah, the best Man. part is I read that because it is not an overdrive pedal. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really curious. It doesn't make a clean sound or, or an overdrive sound. It's <laughs> weird. doesn't make a phaser sound either. Is it? Is it a modulation pedal? Uh, Yes. In a sorts. Okay, here's another review for the sorts. same pedal. This is RC. One star. They responded with, quote, contact your seller, end quote, and, quote, have a nice day, Who's end quote. <laughs> if you can afford to throw. Now, he put that as the title of his review. And I can say that because his review does not start with that sentence, although it later does, it later comes up in his review. Oh, so he intentionally ready? added that as the title. Yes. October 6, 2015. 
I purchased the pedal in March. It sounds okay, a little muddy for my taste. I used it maybe an hour and left it on a shelf. In early October, I changed the battery and plugged it in, but no sound came out when I switched it on. When switched off, I got sound, but not when the pedal was on. I contacted brand name to see what could be done. They responded with, quote, contact your seller and, quote, have a nice day. If you can afford to throw money away on a pedal that may or not work, go for it. I think I'll stick with the mainstream brands and offer a warranty and consumer service in the U.S. More like the lamestream brands. Am I right? Yeah. You are. I have no idea what this is, Phil. (laughs) How many switches does it have? Two? Two. Two foot switches. Uh... So it's not mainstream then? King of Tone. It's not an overdrive. That'd be, that'd be awesome if it was a King of Tone. It is not. It, oh, it's a modulation. Of sorts. Are are both of the switches for two different effects, or is one of them like a Is it an H two O? Okay, you know how some people say some people say modulation is um anything that's not like drive? No. No. Modulation yes. like modulates frequency or amplitude. So like, and then some people have consider modulation as like a smaller category. You're saying that some people include no, delay, like and delay, delay and reverb in modulation. Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. No one does that. Some some people do. I don't know anyone who does that. Wrong people. You're thinking of wet effects. People say like wet, and they mean that, but usually not. Modulation. So it's not. So it's a delay or reverb, is what you're saying. Damn it, a delay. <laughs> is it a uh, 2014 two foot switches? Is it a DC'd? Wampler. F- it is. Oh Jeez. snap! It's the Joyo DC'd. Nailed it. What? <laughs> wow. These. People, I was trying to how think much of are a, those things. Uh, not much. Like a hundred something bucks, maybe. Okay. This particular one is $67. Oh, even less than I thought. So that does explain why you would like keep the pedal for a few years and then finally get it fixed cuz well, especially if you, if you it, live in Uruguay cuz Yeah, like if you bought it from some sketchy place and had it shipped to Uruguay, yeah. there's like no other recourse. Dude, freaking $67. Yeah. For a a I'll buy one of those. A delay pedal with tap on it. You can buy a why new one work? for 55 on eBay. It's like a $60 pedal. That's pretty... I've heard that it sounds Dude. okay, but like for 60 bucks, okay is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Although I just paid 100 bucks for a Panther Cub. I mean, if you're, gonna, to you. if, you're, if you're looking for an inexpensive echo, like uh, delay with tap tempo, get a rubberneck. Rubberneck. True. Those are, I think, like 99 a lot of times right now. What's Aaron, here's what I think you should do. I think you should physically take the Panther Cub mm-hmm. to Nam and hand it to uh Josh Scott. Who's his face? Yeah, that's uh-huh. his enormous hands. Hand it to him and say and with like, you know, okay, can you mod this now. Please? <laughs> yeah, can you mod this? And I and I understand that I have to pay for shipping back to me, but now now I'm saving money on the shipping to you, right? Yeah. Doesn't that sound like a good idea? It does. Dude, do you want to hear something rad? Yes. Um, 
the guy we went and recorded. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm in a band. Um, it's a pretty big deal. We gigged like six months ago. My parents came. It was awesome. And we recorded some songs. Um, and honestly, they turned out really good. Like you, you guys, whether you like the music or not, like you thought they sounded good, right? Yeah. And I liked the music too, but yeah, like it's, I mean, I, yeah, the guys in the band are good and yeah. So it's, it, yeah, it turned out good. The one thing, one of the things he added like in post-production is he had one of those Echoplex tape delays. Have you ever seen those? Like an actual one? Yeah. Sweet. Well, it might be like a reissue, but it's like a real tape. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like this enormous, you know, box. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's about the size of a bread box if we were doing 20 questions. Right. Um, and, and he did it on the drums for one of the songs. Oh, sweet. And they call it, there's like a specific, he called it dubbing and it basically adds this little like this, it's like a delay, you know? Yeah. You guys know what a delay is, but it was on specifically on like the snare or some, I don't know, Mm. one of the symbols or something like that. But it was, it was pretty sweet that he just like pulls out this freaking, echoplex tape delay and starts you know uses it for like a five second effect on one of the songs that's pretty cool yeah it was pretty dope and it was a lot of fun to uh record and see these this guy who has who's like such an expert at it you know Mm. he's way freaking good in fact one of the songs like i wished i'd we were listening to it back and i was like man i wish i'd sing sung a different melody there and he just like auto tuned one of the notes up to the <laughs> different note, and it sounds totally fine, you know. That's cool. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty dope. He's not like, that I need auto tune on my voice, if that's what you guys are thinking. Right. I was not. I, I did wasn't actually either. need. I think I did need auto tune on another part, but he was like trying to do it. I think he's trying to do it without us really noticing, so I wouldn't be embarrassed or something. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so, anyways. That was That's a fun game, funny. Phil. No, I've got two more. Oh, fetch. All right. Okay, go for it. I'm Stop trying to make I'm standing up and clenching. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> this one is uh, by Mark, and it's a three-star review. Okay. And the title of the review is Overhyped. March 19th, 2018. Wait, wait, wait. Let, let me go back. That one pedal mentioned, despite all the hype, how much hype is there around a Joyo pedal? <laughs> I don't True. Like, any, I don't, I've never heard anyone hype it. <laughs> yeah. Like the only, the most positive thing you'll hear about any Joyo pedal is it's good for the price. Yeah. Like there's no such yeah. thing as any of those being overhyped. Uh, Sorry. Is Joyo hilarious. the one that has the tremolo pedal that people seem to like really like for the price? Yeah, the bulldog one. Or it has a bulldog on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. The, is it green? I think it's yellow. Oh. You're thinking yeah, of the ram's cool. head. It's like green, but if you take the blue out? Yes. Yeah. It's okay. like non, non-green <laughs> blue. Yeah. Non-blue green. Okay. Yes. So this is non-blue uh, green. Thank you. Mark, three stars, titled Overhyped, March 19th, 2018. This wasn't an easy pedal to get anything that did didn't sound like everything else out on the market. Oh, wow. More like overtyped, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> the vibe the vibe sound 
was about the best thing it had going for it. But a huge disappointment that builder's name decided to cut out the ability to add another outside pedal through the circuit. I thought the overdrive was hyped and can get more of Gilmore's sound. I know what it is. With an OCD pedal. Oh yeah, what what is that? The fact that you cannot run Is it the Keeley Dark Side? It is. Boom! Nailed it. See, here's the thing, Aaron, when I <laughs> when I leave out important words, then you can't guess. Uh-huh. I know, and so then that you... was good. You're you're acting as if it was a failure because he was able to guess it. That's that's <laughs> yeah, my job. That is when the my game succeeds. <laughs> Your job is not to to frustrate us to no end. I, you that is my job. I know. That is actually and my you job. Are very good at it, Phil. In all aspects of this podcast, <clears throat> you got to throw us no, a bone. That's a success. That's occasionally, a when when okay, I'm gonna you, read. The, I'm gonna read the last couple. I sentences. couldn't remember. I couldn't remember the what fact, pedal it was. <laughs> the fact that you cannot run delay alongside modulation is something I worried about before buying this pedal. Dude, that is and a big worry. this problem could have been overcome had Keeley not decided to get rid of the added pedal input. Dude, definitely Keely. not worth the price. All he cares about is money. He doesn't care about adding a second input in my, between my pedals. Wait, did the, so did they used to have an input and then they took it out? That's this guy's claim. Or or maybe, no, maybe he's just saying because the idea is that it's overdrive and trim in a box. Is that the idea? Well, no. It's actually the, like no. a big muff on one side, I think. And then the other side has, uh, you can select between delay and reverb and oh, okay. modulation. But it's it's like meant to be like a David Gilmore pedal. Right? It is, yeah. So maybe he's just saying like David Gilmore could have put effects between it because there were two separate pedals. I don't know. Maybe. Right? Come on, guys. Yeah. Hold on. I think there, because there is a V2. Aaron's, Aaron's reading. There is a there is a V2, and I think maybe the V1 did have an extra, like, input. Like, you could, like, an effects loop. Maybe so. And so this dude's pissed that he got the second one that doesn't have that. But who knows? But, like... That's the type of thing I could see making that decision because the amount of people who are actually going to use that is pretty minimal. Mm -hmm. And I bet it's expensive. Like, I bet they redesigned the board and it wasn't going to work to have those extra quarter inch jacks or whatever. Yeah. But also, don't buy the new one. Buy Find an old one. Like, do your freaking research. It's like, I thought it was lame when they took the the clean boost out of the Kilt V2. Mm -hmm. And that's why I didn't buy a Kilt V2, you know? Yeah, you just so don't not a buy freaking it. Chump, like Mark. Mm-hmm. That was his name. Right. right? Oh, I was like, "Who's Mark?" <laughs> yeah, his name's Mark. <laughs> like Mark Hoppus. His name is Mark. I thought you were talking Chump. about friend of the show, enemy of Phil, Mark Johnston. <laughs> oh, I was talking about Mark Packham, or oh, whatever. Mark Johnston. Phil, have you have chump. you hung out? It still with him makes yet? me laugh every time you say "or oh, whatever," Phil. Hey, me too. I just love that. That's your British phrase. You, <laughs> you laugh that I that. That's my British. No, I laugh. But it's it's, it's specifically a, a J cross impression, isn't it? Because he says that. Yes, because yeah, we totally. Yeah, because last Nam yeah. we heard him yeah. talking and 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 I heard him say that, and I was like, "Whoa, what a cool thing to say!" Yeah. Oh, whatever. It is. Oh, whatever. You're right. It's specific. G, uh, specifically J cross. Yeah, J cross impression. 
<laughs> or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> All right. Do you have one more? I do. All right. Okay. This Country is. Country Wiring Shop supports this ad <laughs> with money. Okay. This is by Jason Pruitt. One star titled Rip Off. December 11th, 2015. Never forget. This is a joke. Four exclamation points. Do not pay this horrible markup! Exclamation point. (laughs) What? Can you buy them factory direct? And we just don't know? Did we lose Phil? That's it. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Next review. He swung completely in the other direction. (laughs) Next review for the same pedal. This is by Tony Guitar Buys. Oh, dude. Tony Guitar Buys. Not Buys Guitars, but Guitar Buys. Yeah, Tony Guitar Buys. And it's BYZ. What? That's Joan Baez's brother. (laughs) Tony Guitar (laughs) Baez. I love it. I like it. All one word Tony Guitar Buys. BYZ. Okay. One star. Presets are garbage. Save your money. Guitar Buys. You're right. Guitar Buys is my favorite roast beef musical restaurant. I was going to say the Guitar Bees were my favorite ska band, but yours is better. Guitar Bees. No, this is mm. good. I'm a, you Horsey start sauce. a band called Guitar Bees, and you play only Meatloaf covers. Ooh. <laughs> guitar Bees. We have the Meatloaf covers. What's, Horsey what's sauce. What's Arby's like, tagline? Curly fries. If it's in the game, it's in the game. No, that's EA Sports. <laughs> Beef and that's, cheddar. That's EA Sports. EA oh, okay. Sports. It's in the Boom. game. Okay. Guitar buys. Guitar right. bees. Sorry. One star. Uh, review titled, Presets are Garbage, Save Your Money. Wow. March 13th, 2018. Oh, it's that Emerson pedal with all those presets. Difficult to use. That doesn't have presets. Saving presets <laughs> is very difficult. Way too many menus. Ugh. Impossible to utilize live without a MIDI controller. Presets are garbage. Mm. Save your money. Dude, they both think the presets are garbage. That's a common Save your thread money. here. Why would you care about I presets, mean, I do, though? I do agree with saving money. I think in general, in, <laughs> in our society, we don't save enough. Yeah, the, those reviews were both written by... Uh, Guitar Baez. That's why I uh, really Ramsey. just agree with the fiscal conservative Republican Party line because they just want to save money. They're That's all it is. Money. Just save the money. They don't. Yeah. Like people don't realize how much a five billion dollar wall will save. It'll <laughs> save so much money. And how many? Because jobs we've will it because we've backtracked. We're not talking about a wall. We're talking about a fence now with with slats. Because but then, like, what? But if it's still called. We need wall. to be able to see through it. It's what still if those called people wall. are skinny enough; they can just slide right through. Yeah, that's why we're not building a wall between us and Ethiopia, right? That was my '90s Ethiopian joke. <laughs> you're gonna, you're I gonna to wanna, that up. you're gonna Rwanda follow. take that back. <laughs> naga, naga, not gonna work. You're gonna Rwanda. <laughs> you're gonna Rwanda. Uh, Rewanda the the tape on that one. You got to rewind the tape on that one. <laughs> Let's rewind the tape. <laughs> He's gonna want that back. 
They always say that in whenever a quarterback throws an interception. Oh, he's yeah. going to want that one back. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> of course he is. He's throwing an interception. Although I do, like, I have a certain level of sympathy for guys who have to, like, just be live just on my always talking three yeah. hours talking about sports. Do like, not stop yeah, talking. They're going to say a lot of really dumb stuff, <laughs> which is why some of the, like, some of the guys who just let it be silent for a while are some of the best, you know? Yeah. <laughs> sorry. So, hey, Phil, sorry we interrupted let's, you. Can we hear another one? No. You have more? Right. Yes. I was okay, trying to think a of a three-star review. I was trying to think of a pun on Ivory Coast, but I couldn't think of one. Oh. <laughs> so go ahead. Cape Horn. Whoa. That, you got to. Okay. Did you say Cape Horn? Um, Is that like Korean pornography? <laughs> it's like K-pop. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the point. No. Oh, you said Cape K- Horn. <laughs> I didn't. I, I, I didn't realize that you said. K-porn. I didn't realize that either at first. Oh. I thought you just straight up said K porn, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> you weirdo. Cape horn. It's like, yeah, whatever you're into. You were naming geography things, so I named a geography thing. What are you sickos thinking about? Oh man, that's Apparently hilarious. Korean porn. K porn. <laughs> All right, three stars. Okay. Same same pedal still. Same pedal. This is by Amazon customer. Three stars. Good take the time is the title. <laughs> Good take the time. <laughs> May twenty fifth, two thousand sixteen. It's good. Sounds legit and true. <laughs> Just takes time. Tone set your presets. <laughs> if that's dine, the odal is wow. exactly. As brand advertises, they'd know what a BDA are doing. I think Amazon customer might for be the serious. If you want the best, you're gonna put in the time. You burnt. <laughs> brand name delivers. You got me. <laughs> Is this a um, that's, that's Yagana is Y O U N G O T T A one word Yungata Yungata Yung that's my favorite Yungata. rapper Yungata I know. <laughs> he um, did that he did that track with Lil Bow Wow back in the day yeah, Yungata Yungata <laughs> Lil Bow Wow Lil Bow Wow sets are garbage Yungata. this is a digital is it a multi-effects pedal i have a feeling that it is a let me let me think of the words i remember know it i said is. these are all multiple foot switch it's I know, but I a said head it's... rush pedal board gig no okay. no because one of those reviews was old wasn't it oh i thought they were all 2018 no this one was 2016 is it a is it a first two is it a pod uh, hd 2015 oh is it an eventide 2015 H9 and then a 2018 one of, one of the eventide pedals no it is, is not it a pod? did i say pod hd 500 uh it is not that is it a line six product it is not line is six it, product is it a strymon timeline product it is not a strymon strymon, is it a strymon product yes strymon big sky strymon mobius it is a Mobius. I knew I should have said Booyah. I got that one, Aaron. I got it before you did. You sure did. I should have thought of it. I have. Did you guys know I have one of those? Yeah, I do. So. And you like it? 
you have it and you like it. I have might. It I, I think it. I would like to have one of those too, to be honest. You have it. You had one. You sold it. You missed it. So you bought another exactly. one. Exactly. Maybe I'll put both of those on my Dolan board and bring them to Nam. Would that be fun? Yeah. The, that, both of what? That and the stomp. <laughs> you know, both of those one pedals we were talking about. <laughs> maybe I'll bring both. Maybe I'll bring all three of them. I was saying I'll bring I'll go find the Mobius that I sold and then bring the new one that I bought. <laughs> both on both Mobius. Oh, you didn't buy the same Mobius twice? Both <laughs> Mobiums. Yeah, I, I sold it back to him for four hundred and then bought it again for three hundred. Wait, what's the pearl of Mobius? <laughs> it's, it's Mobium. That's the the old legend of the Pearl of Mobius. <laughs> Sit down, children. I'll spin ye a tale of the Pearl of Mobius. Hey, nine-year-old, you, you nine-year-old playing over there by yourself while your parents uh, aren't looking. Come here, I yes, need to sir. tell you something. What do you think about my Pearl of Mobius, young man? Oh, <laughs> That always sunny episode when, <laughs> uh, Which when there's one? the the pedophile that looks like Dennis. Oh gosh! It's like yeah, he does look like you. See, like in the neck, you can see it. That's exactly where he doesn't look like. Right? <laughs> in the neck. Uh, so guys, thanks. For this friendship. has been real fun. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please support us on Patreon. We appreciate mm-hmm. it, and we like it. Even if you didn't enjoy it. I'm not going to mm-hmm. I'll take hate money just like <laughs> uh, one week from today. We will be at NAM 2019 in Anaheim, California. Um, we'll be recording some episodes there. Mm-hmm. I will be asking all the builders that I see for their uh, social security numbers, <laughs> bank account routing. Oh, we should no. ask Keely why he took that feature <laughs> out of the dark side. Oh, Keely. Wait a minute. What the That's F? really funny. That would be funny to That's read really funny. negative reviews to the builders. Yes, that is <laughs> oh funny. My gosh. That would no, that could turn it would only work with a couple builders who know our yes. deal. <laughs> well, that's walk true. up to but a or, random person. Or Let me read you a review. Funny. Or oh, builders that we speaking don't of like. Nam and builders, I found a black thirty five sticker the other day in my house. Oh, nice. <laughs> do you still love them, Aaron? <laughs> I never loved them. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I was I gave them the benefit of the doubt until we saw their booth and then I was completely off board. Just like you guys yes, love <laughs> Just like you guys love the Gear Supply Co. Yeah, Co. Yeah, Co. What's your deal with Gear Supply? Freaking send me my gear strings supply. already. What's the deal with Gear Supply? They What's don't supply the any gear. <laughs> Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship.